episode 168, Flying High. Welcome back to One Extraordinary Marriage, where we talk about sex, love, and commitment. I'm Tony DiLorenzo. And I'm Elisa DiLorenzo. Welcome back, everybody. What a week it has been. We hope you have had a wonderful week taking time together, enjoying sex, enjoying some loving together. Well, this week, we had something fun that we did together. Before I get to there, though, if you'd like to call in, leave us your feedback. Call 858-876-5663, or you can email us at info at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. Send us your hugs. Let us know how One Extraordinary Marriage has impacted your marriage. Mm-hmm. For all of you who are new listeners, we welcome you and want you to know that when you do call in or you do email us, those are anonymous. We don't, we don't broadcast your name. We don't broadcast where you're from. But we want to hear from you because mm-hmm. it allows others to know how this show has impacted you. So this week, Elise and I did something way out of the ordinary, got way outside of our comfort zone. And that's what flying high is all about. Because there are times in our marriage when we need to do that. We need to get outside of our comfort zone. And what Elise and I did is that we climbed up a ladder about 30 feet into the air, stood on, now this is separately, we didn't do this together, but we stood on about a two by 12 board, um, maybe five feet, six feet long, held onto a bar and flew through the air. Yep, we went trapezing and it was pretty darn exhilarating, (laughs) an adrenaline rush and Oh my goodness, overcoming some fears and some obstacles for myself, and I know for Elisa as well, happened during this two-hour workshop we took together. And, you know, some of you are sitting here going, where on earth did you guys get the idea to do trapezing? And, and, and why? And that's an excellent question because I actually had somebody say, wow, you know, so that's one thing to cross off your bucket list. And I said, well, one, I don't have a bucket list, and two it would have made it on and come off all in the same day because it was just, you know, the way things happened. But the way we got into this was that um, we've mentioned that we have a business coach, you know, just like we encourage all of you to seek out mentors for your marriages, for fitness, that type of thing. We also have a, a business mentor. And as part of our mentorship program, she has shared some of her passions with us. And one of them is trapeze. And so she invited our group. We were all together this weekend for a training and she invited our group to go trapezing with her. And out of our class of our group of 45, about 14 of us went. And let me tell you something. When you are doing something that is so wild and crazy, I mean, for most of you, the closest you've gotten to trapeze is watching it in a circus, mm-hmm. you know, or, you know, maybe you've seen it, you know, in person, but the concept of doing something so wild and crazy I know many of you are sitting there right now going, I'm afraid of heights, Lisa. I would never do that. And I want you to know there was a gal in our group who is deathly afraid of heights. And she did it. And so we went as a group and we're all kind of, you know, there's the the nervous laughter of, I wonder what this is going to be. And literally you start off on a cement block on the ground, learning how to jump off the platform. And then you hang upside down from a bar that is what, seven 
eight feet in the air. That one bar that we were just like we just climbed the up the ladder. Bar? Yeah, just the st- yeah, probably seven, eight when feet. When you climbed a six foot ladder to just hang upside down to get the idea. And then they asked us, okay, who wants to go first? And there's one gal in our group who had done this last year with our coach. And so she's like, I'll go. And I said, okay, I'm going next. And it was, you know, as you're going hand over hand, climbing up this ladder and you're, and you're really like focused on going up. This is not one of those times to look behind you. You're just hand over hand. And I could hear Tony going, go girl, go girl. And, all and the- here's something I want to bring up though, really quick that Elisa said, you're not looking back, right? We're not looking back because when you're climbing that ladder 30 feet into the air, you, all you can think about is hand, hand, foot, foot, getting up to that, getting up to that platform. And many a times in our marriages, we'll look back and we miss what's coming up. And lose sight of the goal. And lose sight. And it was so interesting because you climb to the top of this platform and there are two, um, two assistants up there. Mm-hmm. And especially on your first, because we did six flights, on our first couple, their whole job, and I didn't realize this till after the fact, was to keep, you, uh, keep eye contact with you and to keep you focused just on them so that you were not looking around and you were not looking down. And they had you so engaged. It was funny because we were talking about it when, you know, you'd finish a flight and they're like, what were they asking you about? Oh, where are you from? And you know, it was just, it was a lot of small talk, but it was enough to, to keep your concentration and focus on what was happening in that moment. Yeah. Because they were asking me because of my sock line from cycling Uh, and being outside so much. They're like, man, you got white feet. And, (laughs) and I got to tell you, it really took my mind off of what was happening. And for me, this was a really, this was a big step for me. Um, many years ago, actually going on almost 11 years now, I was, and this is when Elise and I lived up in the Spokane area of Washington. I was big into mountaineering, snow camping, rock climbing, and it was a fall day and a rock climbing buddy of mine and I, we went to Chimney Rock, which is in the panhandle of Idaho. It's about an hour hike in from the trailhead and we we're going to do some lead climbing. So roped in, but you are leading up, you're putting in protection so that if in the event you do fall, that's going to take care of you. Well, my buddy and I get to the base and I decide in between the two of us that I'm going to take that first lead up this rock, chimney rock. Beautiful. It's probably four pitches. So that a four pitch is, you know, four lengths of a rope basically. Um, maybe even more. Well, I'm starting to go up and I get off route a little bit and I have some protection in below me, maybe about eight feet below me and I'm getting some protection. I'm trying to get something in. I'm off route. I'm on a tougher route than I should be on and I'm starting to get a little shaky up there. Uh, I mean, sweat's dripping down into my face, into my eyes, and I'm trying to get this protection in. And I think I was just trying to get like a really small nut so I could just get my rope up, clip in there. Well, as I'm trying to do this, I come flying off the rock. I mean, and I just take a whipper. I take about a 20-foot fall. Coming back, thank God that protection that I had about eight feet below me stuck. And I take about a 20-foot whipper right into Chimney Rock. Um, try to get, I try to get my feet out to, to brace that 
hit, um, missed a little bit and took about, oh, a silver dollar sized chunk out of my shin, exploding, blood's just pouring down my leg. Um, I look down and my partner starts to let me down. Well, I missed a ledge by about mm, two feet. And if I would have hit that ledge, I probably would have shattered bones, my back, what have you. And so as he, you know, drops me down, um, we, we look at the, the extent of the injured area. We have to hike out. I got to call Elisa, who at that point in time was, oh, about six months, five, six months pregnant with Alex. Ever since then, I've had a fear with heights. And I've gone into the Sierra Nevada range here, done like third class climbing, which is nothing crazy. It's just, you know, you're climbing over rocks. But I'll tell you, my heart's beating. I, I'm not I'm not liking that feeling. So for me to get up on this ladder and to climb and get to that platform was huge. I had actually forgotten about all of that. I think I put it out of my mind um, because that was such a traumatic experience getting that phone call from you mm. that I had just, you know, I blocked out that period of time because I'm like, why am I getting a phone call when he climbed? But back to present day and facing your fears and staying focused in the present moment. Because I will tell you that when you are doing something you've never done before, your senses are all in tune to that experience. Mm. And, you know, so here we are in this group of people. We're up on this platform, individually, 30 feet in the air. The assistants bring the, the bar to you. You hold on. The first couple, you're just swinging. It's mm-hmm. like just practicing flying through the air. And then you actually have to let go and fall. And so there's all those noise on the ground. And that's an exact, and you have to let go, which is, which is so counterintuitive <laughs> to what you would think you want to do. Now, I will tell you that we were harnessed in, there were straps, there were ropes. This wasn't like we were doing all this free fall. Right. Uh, not like the pros, but you get up there and there's all this noise. But the minute you put your hand on that bar, it's like you go into this crazy trapeze tunnel vision, tunnel hearing, because the instructor, Richie, is on the ground. He's the one manning the ropes that are attached to your harness mm-hmm. and really in control of your experience because depending on how fast or how, how hard he holds on to the right ropes is how fast you hit the net. And it's like I told Tony after the fact, it was like everything was in slow motion and speeded up all at the same time. Because I would start to swing and all I could hear was Richie's voice. And, but when I look at the video of the experience, I think, wow, I was up there for a really long time. But the video clips are like 30, 40 seconds. And so it's, it's amazing that so much happens in such a short period of time. Mm. And then, like Tony said, you have to let go. And you have to lay back and just fall into the net. And that's one of those like, okay, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm tr- you're literally trusting someone else with your life. I mean, it's not that life or death because you're all harnessed in and there is a net there. But we as people don't like to let go of anything. Oh, yeah. And I mean, you talk about trust. This is, this is one of those exercises where I truly believe it's all about trusting. 
that person down there. Because when you do let go of this bar, it, I mean, you're in a free fall. I mean, even though you're roped in, you know, you're roped in, you know, you're, you're fairly safe, but at the same time, your mind is going, no, (laughs) don't do it. You know, stop. And how many times in our marriage are we going forward that we want to try something new, that we want to bring up something that could possibly break open a new place in our marriage? And our brain is just going, don't do it. Stop. You're going to get hurt. You're going to get, you know, you're going to get just rolled over again. All these, I, all this stuff is running through your brain. And same thing when you're on that trapeze and you got to let go and just go, okay, I'm going to trust that this is going to work out right. And then you're on the ground again and you're thinking, okay, I get to do this again. Cause we actually, you know, there's a group of us. And so we went six times and on the second set, so two sets of just swinging. And then on the second set, okay, now it's time to add a trick in the mix. And so the trick is that as you're, you know, you, you swing out away from the platform and as you're coming back in, I mean, imagine a pendulum, you are going to tuck up, hang your legs up over the bar. So we're doing, you know, upside down on the monkey bars, but moving. And then you're just going to like throw your arms back. So now you're swinging upside down on a bar 30 feet in the air. And some of you are having heart palpitations and um, my hands are getting sweaty just talking about it right now. It's, it's yeah. I mean, I can bring back all of those feelings. And so not everyone could do this. Not everyone in our group was able to accomplish that. But here's the thing. We were all cheering for each other. Like it was going to happen. And everybody kept trying. Even the gal in our group who had a panic attack on the way down from her first flight, just swinging through the air. Her husband was there, you know, big hugs. We got her water. She climbed back up that ladder, folks. Six times she climbed that ladder and six times she flew through the air, did her tuck. And, and I will tell you, flying upside down is even better than flying right side up. Yeah. We and have no clue what's happening. You're just like, you know, you're looking at the sky and you're moving and then you untuck yourself and you do the landing again. And here's what I learned about that too, is that if you don't listen to the instructions that you're given, sometimes you get hurt mm-hmm. because that happened to me on one of my drops, one of my falls, um, my timing was off. And so I thought I was going to do things on my own time and cause I just got a little disoriented. And so when I fell, I actually dragged my feet across the net and scraped up just right on the ball, like the top where the ball of your foot is the top part of that. Um, and so I've got two like little dime sized scrapes. And everybody's like, oh, that hurts. I go, you know, it hurts. But what hurts more is that I didn't listen. And I realized that that's what happens so many times in our marriage. When do we get hurt? We get hurt when we stop listening to our spouses. When that breakdown in communication happens, that's when the pain creeps in because we don't feel like we're being listened or we're not listening to the other person. And I couldn't believe that that the one time I got hurt, it was my fault. Everybody's like, oh, you know, this and that. I go, no, this was me. I wasn't paying attention to the one that I needed to pay attention to. I got disoriented. I made a mistake and allowed it to 
cloud my judgment. And instead of just getting refocused, just like we need to do in our marriage, we make mistakes in our marriage. I've shared with you often enough that I am not a perfect wife. But when I need to get refocused, do I refocus on Tony or do I refocus on something else? If you refocus on your spouse, you get back to the straight and narrow. If you start to focus on something else, that's where you get distracted and that's where you get hurt. I have the scrapes right now to prove it. Mm-hmm. You know, and so it's just these really amazing lessons about getting outside our comfort zone and doing something so radical, so crazy. I mean, I told my parents after the fact, I didn't know that they wanted to hear beforehand. And they're like, you did what? You did what? But it got even crazier than just hanging upside down in the air. Because this is a trapeze class after all. And, and what do people, you know, when you're watching trapeze in the circus, there are usually two people up there swinging back and forth. There's the trapeze artist and there's the catcher on the other side. And we had a catcher. And Terry is one of the, I, I will call him one of the most amazing men in my life because he caught me when I was 30 feet up in the air. After me. Oh, yeah. I mean, Tony's the number one amazing guy. But when you're 30 feet up in the air, whoever catches you on the other side becomes one of the most amazing people in your life. Yeah, this dude, my goodness. You want to talk about a core workout? Oh, man. You guys are looking for something new to do. Go find a trapeze. Go, you know, learn. I mean, wow. What amazing strength it takes to do this. Terry is so strong that he got into basically, a isn't a pike pit? position that sit down thing that he did where he went hand over hand Mm -hmm. okay so he he starts like there's a ladder where he could climb up to his platform i saw this little rope ladder right no what does he do he gets in this like seated position arms or legs straight out and pulls himself up hand over hand probably 20 feet because he started at the net level which was about 10 feet 20 feet hand over hand only up to his platform. Up to his platform. Yeah. And we're all sitting there. Our jaws have hit the ground because we're thinking, okay, we can barely climb the ladder. And, and this guy. So, you know, it was encouraging because I'm like, okay, if he's strong enough to do that, he's strong enough to catch me. Yeah. And so, you know, this is, these are our last two runs. And, and everybody in our group is climbing the ladder. Knowing that we're going to try and get into that tuck position. And then when we swing... When you say tuck position, you mean... Upside down monkey bars. Yep. Upside down monkey bars. And here's the thing. When you're in that upside down monkey bar, now the next time you swing on the pendulum towards Terry, who's on the opposite end of the giant net, you're throwing your arms out to him. He's going to catch you. That's all theoretical. He's going to catch you and he's going to say legs and you need to release your legs so that the bar does not pull both of you back in the other direction. And, and honestly, this, again, you climb up this ladder and you're standing on the edge of the platform. Your toes are hanging off each and every time heart is beating. Oh yeah. Just like in our marriages where that communication has broken down and you're, you're coming up to the edge of the bed and you're looking at your spouse going, we really got to talk. We really have to have a state of our marriage conversation because what we're doing right now isn't working Mm -hmm. and it's not horrible. It's not that I want to get a divorce. It's not that I, I want us to be screaming and yelling at each other. It's not that I want to hear doors slamming or anything of that nature, 
but we got to talk. And I know many of you struggle with this. And that's why Elise and I put together a resource for you called He Zigs, She Zags, getting your communication on the same path. And if you're interested in that, you can pick that up at oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash he zigs, she zags. Or if you just go to oneextraordinarymarriage.com, you'll see it on the right hand uh, of the sidebar there, and you can click right there to learn more about it. But it's all about that communication. Because even when you're up on that ledge, and Richie is down below, he's saying, ready, set, go. You have to have a communication. You have to be directly connected to what he's saying, and you can only be listening to him. Because it's all about timing. And a lot of it, when it comes to our communication and talking with our spouse, a lot of it is timing. Mm-hmm. A lot of it is being able to go, hey, ready, set, go. I'm talking for five minutes and you're listening. You know, and it's vice versa. When I'm done talking and you're done listening, I'm going to listen to you and you're going to talk. But every single time that you come up to that edge, for me, every single time climbing up that ladder, getting to that edge, there is that anxiety of like, am I going to be able to do this? Like, am I going to be able to keep my eyes open or I'm going to just shut my eyes and just hope for the best. And I'll tell you, we, we did a show many, many episodes back called eyes wide open. And it's amazing what you see when you're willing to open up your eyes and experience your marriage. Well, and that was the thing. I mean, some people like their first couple of flights didn't have their eyes open and they weren't breathing. And they were, which, which is a bad combination. Um, but when, when you open your eyes, when you're able to see, I mean, the only way that you were going to know where Terry was to catch you was to have your, you know, your arms outstretched and your eyes wide open and you just had to be ready for him. Mm -hmm. And you had to trust that he was strong enough to catch you. And then you had to be listening, you know, then all of a sudden your ears have transferred from Richie to Terry because he's giving you that command for legs, which is release your legs. And I did actually see one woman who um, held on to her legs a little bit longer. And so Richie, because he's so strong, actually pulled her off. And one of the assistants said, "Um, yeah, don't play tug of war with Terry because he's always going to win Mm -hmm. because he can't afford physically to let the momentum take him the other way. He's got to go. And and I will tell you that Tony and I both got caught. We completed our, you know, our entire class with climbing the ladder, doing the first swing, doing the upside down monkey bar and doing the catch. And it was the most exhilarating feeling. I mean, I, it just, it almost, almost, sorry guys, you're not going to get me speechless here on the air, but almost makes me speechless. I mean, I can watch the video that we have of my flight and the video that we have of Tony's flight. And I am right back there. And here's the thing that happens when you do something that you've never done before and you do it with your spouse. There are some really amazing things that happen. One is that you're both are outside of your comfort zone. You know, we've shared with you guys and it's, it's a fabulous resource buried within stripped down our book, stripped down 13 keys to unlocking intimacy in your marriage. It's all about the top 10 list. And, you know, having the top 10 list, but having it be things that, that you just want to try. And, and so here we are, we're in this uncomfortable situation. We've got to be fully present. This isn't about checking the phones. This isn't about, you know, talking to other people. This is about, you know, in some respects, it felt like our lives depended on being completely focused and in the moment, but we were both uncomfortable. 
there wasn't, well, Tony likes cycling, so I'm going to go along with cycling. So he's going to have a great time and I'm going to be miserable or anything like that. I was like, no, we're doing this. We faced some real fears together. Yeah. And so there's that bond that develops when people share fears and worries together when they're uncomfortable and they come through it on the other side and they're like, wow, that was, that was incredible. Can you believe we just did that? And having that experience as a couple, you know, starts building up those memory banks of times when you can look back and say, wow, look at that amazing thing that we did. Look Mm. at what we were willing to try. You know, and it's a growth opportunity. I mean, we came out of that that experience and it was only two and a half hours. It was probably actually two hours. It was about two hours. I mean, it was a, a really short period of time, but the amazing thing was how much Elise and I, even amongst this group of people, it was so encouraging. It, it was so encouraging for her and I to, after each flight, and we had some time in between, I was sort of more towards the back of that that group. Um, when everybody was lined up, again, I was I was really struggling with, okay, how am I going to get up this ladder and do this? But we had time in between where she and I could talk. And that was that was awesome. Like when Elisa had that that messed up fall, you know, had time to at least look at what happened with her and and talk. And so yeah, it, it it flew by. It, it was probably a good two hours. Um, we only got six flights total. That's what the that's what the workshop included, and the longest one was like forty five seconds. And that was the last two when you're going after Terry and you're you're grabbing his arms. So when you really look at it, I mean, it was some really short amount of times that you're up there, but the memories of being able to, you know, talk through some of this stuff with your spouse and, and learn from each other. And like, how did you do that? Oh, how did you do this? That, that in between time was really important. Well, and, and having the ability to encourage your spouse, um, because on my first attempt at being caught by Terry. So in the six flights, this was flight number five. I, I couldn't get into my, my upside down monkey bar. Mm-hmm. I, I missed my momentum and I couldn't do it. And, and so I came down and there was that, that disappointment because I'd made my first four. Right. And I knew I only had one left and I had to nail it on that last one. And Tony's like, you know what? You got this. You got this. You just, you missed your timing. No big deal. And I'm climbing the ladder and these two gals at the top, the two assistants that were up there, um, the one just looked at me and she's like, she goes, you so got this. You got your first four. You're going to do this. And I couldn't be focused on what had happened wrong in the past. I couldn't focus on that last flight that didn't go well. I had to be focused and be thinking about the fact that I was going to swing out upside down monkey bar, throw my arms back, catch Terry and complete the flight. That was all I could be focused on. I couldn't rush it. It all had to go in its own timing, but that was my singular focus. And that's what I'm telling you guys. Don't dwell in the mistakes of the past. Let them go. They're not propelling you forward. They're keeping you bogged down. Because just like if I had climbed that ladder thinking about, oh, I missed this on the last one. I missed it. I missed it. I missed it. I missed it. I can't do it. 
I never would have been caught by Terry because I would have been so wrapped up in the junk that I was spinning around in my own head that I would have never made the sequence happen in the present moment. And that's what many of you do in your marriages. You get so wrapped up in all the junk and all the mistakes and all the hurts. And I'm not dismissing them and I'm not discounting them. But I'm telling you that if you're going to go forward in your marriage, if you're going to fly high, if you're going to get outside your comfort zone, you got to be focused on what's coming ahead. You've got to make your future instead of living in your past. And if you want real life experience on how to do this, go find a trapeze studio to, to or trapeze workshop to do. Um, and the one that we went to uh, was up in LA, Woodland Hills area. And this is a five generation circus family. I mean, they are, they're incredible. Mm. Um, I would actually make the drive to LA to go do another workshop with them because yeah. they were so just such a phenomenal, like you felt like you were being wrapped in a hug. They got that people were scared and everything. Here's the other thing. Everything was positive. Oh, always. Even when we messed up, even, you know, Richie's like, I told you, you know, but in a, in a loving way, you know, he'd be like, you got to listen to me because I know more than you. I mean, that was kind of the underlying message. Like, I know what I'm doing here, guys. I've been doing this for 40 years, you know? And so we've got to be focused, guys. You got to be focused on flying high and moving forward. Do those crazy things that neither one of you have done before, but it sounds like a good idea to both of you. I don't care if it's paddle boarding in the ocean or hiking a long trail or doing, you know, a bicycle ride across America or just trying a new restaurant that you both have never been to. And you're like, yeah, that sounds good. Let's go see what they have. Be open-minded to the possibilities. It's going to stretch your marriage. It's going to put you in a new, better place. Will there be times where you get hurt? Absolutely. Absolutely. Like I said, I've got a few rope burns to prove it. Would I do it again? In a heartbeat. I mean, I've got muscles that are hurting, you know, five days later that I didn't even know I used that day. And keep in mind, like Tony said, we were only in the air probably a max of four minutes. Yeah. I mean, it was probably four minutes that we were actually up there. But because of the adrenaline coursing through your body in those intense bursts, it's still a long recovery period, but in a good way, because every time I move and my muscles hurt, I'm reminded of what I did, of what we did together and having Tony there to support me, to cheer me on, to, to watch him fly through the air and see him, you know, just accomplish this. And, and, you know, we laugh because his form is so much different than mine. Oh, my form is horrible. Yeah, I mean, Tony's legs. Just, I'm doing too much power. Like yeah. the, the gals up top and even the guys who are up there too, they'd be like, just flow, just just roll with it. You're, you're trying to put too much power. This is all finesse. And T- Tony was trying to be, you know, the power trapeze artist. Yeah, and it just doesn't happen. It's more like ballet in the air as opposed to, you know, powering through on your cycle, bicycle. Um, but sharing that experience with him, I mean, this is one of those things that he and I will be able to look back on and go, wow. Mm -hmm. Wow. We faced fear together and have grown through that as a couple. Yeah. Here's, here's something I want to bring up. Elisa and I would love to do this again. So if you're out there listening 
you're in the SoCal area, we'll do it with you. We'll get a group together and we'll go. But it's up to you guys to start it up. If you want to do it, go on over to facebook.com slash one extraordinary marriage and right there on the timeline, go, I want to trap peas. We want to trap peas because we would love to go out there with you and spend a workshop two hours afterwards. We can go grab something to eat. There's some really cool, you know, there's Rubio's or some fun restaurants right around the area. We can, we can all have fun together, but it's up to you. If you want to do it, you let us know. And then we'll, we'll figure out a date to do it. And it'll probably most likely be on a Saturday or a Sunday, just depending on, you know, what's, what Richie's schedule is like, but that's number one. Number two is to get to this point, you got to take off your masks. You know, you got to take off your masks and in your marriage, you may be stuck. Be willing to seek out help. You know, you're going to have to do that. And tonight, Elisa's doing her Create Your Life teleseminar. So if you're interested in learning out about that, you know, taking off your masks, and this is for you super women out there, and you guys can listen in as well, but you can go to createyourlifeblueprint.com slash teleseminar and sign up for that. Now that's only going to be on May 7th. So for those of you who listen afterwards, Sorry, she'll be doing more and we'll keep you informed on those. One last thing I want to leave you guys with, and this is a hug we got this week on iTunes. And again, thank you to each and every one of you who've been leaving ratings. We got four and a half star, 111 ratings now. Um, I think we got 64 uh, reviews. This one just came in. It's called, it says wonderful five stars by Windjammed. I think it's as real as it gets. We should all live open with our spouse. In an event like this, getting out of your box, doing something different and challenging for both of you is going to allow you to open up. Mm -hmm. You're going to face your fears. You're going to face those challenges and you're going to lean on each other. These exercises are vital to our marriages because we get to learn so much about each other. Find something that's local that is, you know, in very distinguishable to where you live that you've never done. Drop the kids off if you have them and go for 2 hours. Check out Groupon, check out Living Socials. There's always fun little adventure stuff. Alisa just found this morning as we were getting on a, a 3-hour kayak tour here in La Jolla. And I used to do some kayaking many, many years ago, but I really haven't done it. And you know what? Three hours in the ocean, that's a long time. And boy, will it be an adventure, especially if we have a double, you know, because you got to work together to paddle and all that jazz. Teamwork. Teamwork. You got it. So, you know, go out there, go make your, your marriages extraordinary. Find something that you guys want to do together and have fun together. Open up. Look forward. The journey is ahead of us, right? And then when you're done and you're sore and you're, you're achy, give each other ru- back rubs. You know, you can take it to the bedroom afterwards. <laughs> All right, you guys. You want to get in touch with us? 
876-566-3. You can also email us at info at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. We love you guys. Have a fantastic week, and we'll catch you next time.